Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Kyle, who's also my husband, to discuss the upcoming cross-country season. So welcome, Kyle, to 2019 Cross Country. Are you just trying to get off on a good note this year? Is that how this is going to go? Um, I always get off on a good note because no. you are my husband and we are here to talk about cross country. So both no, are true. You're, you're trying to butter me up already with this, you know, talking nice to me and, and complimenting me. It's it's all lies. It's all deceit, deceit and slander. It's, so, you know, so what's a lie? The fact that you're my husband? No, just that you say that I'm wonderful and things like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you are most of the time. Eh, like 99% of the time. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Sometimes. So... The benefit of having Kyle on this podcast is that he knows very little about running. Yes, that is the shtick behind, there's several shticks behind this show, is that you actually have an expert here in Jessica who knows cross country and track and field because she participated in these events in, in high, high school. In high school. Not college. But that's way more than I did. I, I mean, we've been over it before on previous seasons. I tried out for track and field the distance running one time, didn't come anywhere close. And uh, we can't all be star athletes in high school. I just, you know, I didn't even know like the technical stuff behind it. I just ran and it obviously didn't work out for me. So that's also to be fair. (laughs) Let's be honest. I don't know that my coach turned anybody away. I went to a moderately sized high school. Yeah, I went to a much bigger high school when when I tried out for track and field, which is why I didn't make that one. And that's fair. So I'm not not ragging on you too much. So that's how this show goes. You've got an expert and (laughs) somebody who can't even make his high school track and field. Well, you know. So So this year, 2019, it's going to be an exciting year for cross country. It's a pretty short season for the most part. We only have six meets. And how many years have we been doing this now? I mean, so this is our what? Third year? Fourth year? I think this is our fourth year because I think the first year we did it together. Yes, and, and then, then you, two seasons with Whitney, one season once, with Whitney. One season with Whitney, and then last and then, two with me. Yeah, wow. And you haven't gotten rid of me yet. And you haven't learned anything yet. Nope, that, that's 100% <laughs> true. <laughs> so here's what I thought we could do first. Okay. I think before we get into the meets for the year, yeah. why don't we talk about what cross country actually is? I think it's a good refresher because most people, even just for track and field stuff, we'll try to do this when we get to there too, just to kind of... Give you an idea of what to expect because we're going to start talking about hurdles and steeplechases. Not and, in cross country. I know. Not. I'm just. I'm just You're throwing terms. Way ahead. ahead. Okay, That's 2020. Fine. We're in 2019. You mean I went cross country to the other sport and tried to? You know, okay, that didn't go over so well. Never you mind. you hurdled over this. Oh, season. okay. The puns. Anyway, so why don't okay. you share a little bit about so this? cross country? Long story short, it is literally runners running on an open air course. 
across the country. <laughs> no. Basically. Not yeah. running across the country. The all countryside. I'm saying is, all I'm saying is it's not a circular track that you run around and around and around. That's a similar distance. So you actually prefer this type of running because it's not just a circle, right? Correct. This is my favorite type of running um, for longer distances. Now, short distances, obviously not, but... For cross-country running, so the athletes compete on different courses. Every meet is at a different place. So different types of courses. They can be gravel, sand, um, grass. Golf courses. Yeah, a lot of golf courses. Golf courses are fantastic to run on because they're well-maintained. They've got lots of hills. It's just a good course overall. Do they make them run through the sand traps too? Not Well, occasionally, but it'll be a short distance through the sand because obviously it's harder to run in sand. I, you're serious. Like, yeah. I did not realize that it actually make them run through the sand. Occasionally, So is yeah. that like the point of it? You're trying to go through as many different terrains as possible? Not the point of it, but... This just took a whole new level <laughs> oh for me. Oh my gosh. Two years into this and I didn't even re- realize they ran through the sand traps. That's not the point of cross country. That is the point, Jessica. No, it's not. The point is to run across the country. I think that we've established that. They start in Alabama and they end up in California. Can we just say that it's like cross country side? How about that? Like, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, I, back to this sand trap thing. <laughs> like this just made cross country so much better for me. Because now I'm imagining them running through like puddles and things no, like no, that. No, seriously, Kyle. Like one of my favorite meets ever. It had just got done raining and we came down this hill and we literally went through a mud puddle that came up waist high. I'm just cross country. You are outside. The elements play a factor. You're going through mud, gravel, sand, rocks, grass. Folks, I am you right now. All of you sitting there, they're like, I had no clue about this. I had no clue after two years of doing this. How did you not have a clue? I just thought they were running across the grass, maybe a little bit of dirt. The majority of it is grass, but there are times when there are other terrains. So now I'm picturing the men's and women's Auburn golf team, you know, just like out there practicing. Here comes the cross country team through the sand trap. Oh my God. Heads up. (laughs) Four. No, this is not what I'm talking about at all. Look, it wouldn't be a show if I didn't derail it for you at this Golly, point. Golly, <laughs> we made it like, what, two sentences into my notes and you've already ruined everything. But look, I'm just sorry. I'm just fascinated by the fact they run through sand traps. All right. Anyway, I'll find a way to bring that back up later. But. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. People, don't don't harp on that. They may not run through any sand traps this year. But and they that's probably okay. will. They could. They don't, Maybe not probably. They could. So, in college for the athletes, the men typically run an 8K or a 10K. So, an 8K is 5 miles and a 10 kilometer is 6.2 miles. The women usually run a 5K, 3.1 miles, or a 6K, which is 3.7 miles. So, different per course. Um, it's determined based on which course you go to. Shoot, can I run on the women's team? Because that's a lot short of a distance. Honey, I don't think you'd make it on the women's team. No, no. You'd need to be in the fun run, the uh, little one mile kitty <laughs> run. <laughs> I wouldn't even make it in the local like just 5k, 3k. You sure wouldn't. You know, Those moms with strollers would pass you in a heartbeat. I'd be in the strollers. They'd be pushing <laughs> me right now. But anyway, that's cool that they break it down uh, and you can kind of see the I, I knew about 8k's and 5k's but when we, you know, the metric system, right? Who likes it? Nobody. Uh, when you break it down by miles, I mean, that to put, be fair, everybody except Americans like it, and that's the way it should be. Um, five miles versus three point one miles. It gives you, I think, a better perspective right. of, of where you're sitting at. And, right. and I know, like you said, it's eight k or ten k for the guys, five k or six k for the women. 
Why is it, do you know why it's different? Don't be asking questions. I don't know answers Well, I'm not talking about for the men and the women. I'm just talking about, like, why is it 8K sometimes Listen, for men and don't 10K? don't ask questions. Okay. I don't know the answer to okay, that. Okay, all right. I put what I knew. All right, fine then. Don't make me I'll just sit over here. my own I, podcast. I'm just going to sit here thinking about the sand traps. You keep going. Okay. So let's talk about scoring. All right. <laughs> Kyle, do you remember anything about scoring? I know that it is important to have your top five or so athletes as your scores, meaning you want to have more than five people running so you can potentially drop your worst scores. Is that kind of, am I, am I in the ballpark? Um, I'm not sure. I have no idea, actually, what you're you want to have. Say. You want to have at least five athletes that score high so you can count them towards your team score because you're running as an individual and as a team, right? Okay, so part of that is correct. Okay, yes. All right. Yes, you are running as an individual. Sorry, I'm stuck in the sand trap over here. Okay, <laughs> just stay over there with your golf clubs. So you are running as an individual, obviously. You score, you know, you want to get the lowest possible um, score as an individual. But for team scoring, you have to have the top five athletes score points for their team. The team with the lowest score wins. So obviously the lowest score that the team could get would be 15 points. So wait, hold on here. So we're trying to get the lowest score. Correct. We're running on a golf course. We're basically playing golf. What wow. is going on here? How is this I happening? I found it. I found the correlation. What is going on? And where is Whitney? <laughs> hey, you had your opportunity to get her back. Oh, I miss her so much. So top five athletes score points for their team. Yes. Like I was trying to say, it's advantageous to have more than five people running. Correct? Correct. Okay. I wanted to make sure I had that, that, that one But it's down. not imperative. I mean, as long as you've got five athletes, you're going to score for your team. Okay. So the lowest... The top five scorers for your team. That's how you get points. And obviously, the team with the lowest score wins overall. So, like you said, it's like golf. And as I was saying, the lowest possible score is 15 points. Because if your team scores places one through five, that's 15 points. I just, I did the math in my head. It just, you didn't. You were just blinking. They don't want to call me out. You know, they can't see my face right now, actually. I can. Oh, and it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, fun fact. Cross country, it began in 1837. It Dang, was, you're dropping the history in. Yes, and it was started in Britain. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I, okay, I promise you to not ever bring up sand traps <laughs> or pits again if you don't go to the British lady voice. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I think you. it's too late. It was started in England, and it was called Hare and Hounds. I thought that was a pretty good accent. I, <laughs> I have no words. That's where cross country started. D Ford, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I, I really, I, I'm sorry for that. That, that was, I did the best I could. That was that was atrocious. Hair and the hounds. It, that's interesting. You know, that's yeah. I feel like this is an area you hear a lot in track and field. It was started out of a concept of something else, like like this. like the marathon the started mar- in yeah Greece and yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't the original thing that it started as wasn't cross country running. It was. And the hounds. I don't know. It's right. some weird little weird thing. It's just really cool that they had this little, little fun I thought facts. that was a fun fact. 1837. So what, we're like 18 years away from that being 200 years old? Oh, look at you doing math again. Golly, math. it's 182 years old. I, I had no clue because I couldn't do that math in my head. But anyway, that's really Watch, cool. Somebody's going to like write in and be like, Jessica's math is wrong. It is. Stick to cross country. Yes, it is. I don't think my math is wrong, but... Well, that's really cool history for cross country, and I hope everybody now understands a little bit about scoring and kind of the makeup of. I hope they do. Oh, I think they're going to remember sand traps and British voices. So, do we want to talk a little bit about our head coach? Let's talk about him. 
Okay, so Ralph Spry is Auburn's head coach for both cross country and track and field. He has actually been with Auburn for 22 seasons. Mm -hmm. 22 successful seasons. um, Some more than others, obviously. But he has himself... Um, he himself has, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Man, the maths and the languages today are used. Right, it's it's too late in the day. I'm a little, I'm a little frazzled. So basically, he's earned some honors himself. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so in 2006, he was named Division One Women's Outdoor Track and Field Coach of the Year. Right. So that's fantastic. Um, throughout his tenure at Auburn, he's led 19 NCAA Outdoor Champions, 10 Indoor Champions, 13 Olympic Performers, and six world champion performers. I think this is a good example for Auburn fans out there that you should definitely be paying attention outside the big three, meaning football, basketball, and baseball. And we can throw softball in the mix there because it's, it's softball for, for the ladies. I mean, it's, it's baseball for the ladies, Bless essentially. It's not, it's different, but it's not. I, I know what you're trying to say. You know, there's, you there's get, bases you're picking up what I'm throwing down. Yeah, there's catching. I think Coach Spry, and I'm a huge fan of longevity in terms of coaching and yes. tenures. Yes. I, I like Building stabi- a reputation. I like stability in a program. We're not going to get into that about Coach Malzahn and football this tonight. This is a track I know, field I, I know. That's why I'm, I'm just, I'm using that to kind of segue from people that may have listened to my spiels on that type of subject on different shows. Okay, no, this is cross country people. This is different. I like Coach Spry and him being here for the last 22 years. Now. The longer he's here, you could start wondering when does he retire? Because that's 22 seasons. That's a long time to be at Auburn. It is, but it's never long enough. I mean, if you're a winner, gosh. (laughs) Which you are. Which he is. So also, I just wanted to bring up a little bit about his time as an athlete. So when he was a collegiate track and field athlete, Coach Spry, he was the first Ole Miss track and field athlete to receive both All-American and National Champion status. He was a two-time NCAA All-American three-time All-SEC performer. In 1983, he was the NCAA long jump champion and the 1983 SEC long jump champion. So obviously long jump is his is his sport of choice. And I think I his remember... event of choice. I remember him talking a lot about this last year on some other podcasts where he did some interviews uh, where he talked a lot about how he liked to focus in... Uh, he coaches everything, but right. he likes to focus in on that. But this is not jumping. This is running. This is cross-country. cross, cross country. There are jumps in cross-country. You might have to jump over a rock. Or a sand pit. <laughs> <laughs> Just start titles Bring it back in. Cross-country and sand pits. Um, the other thing we want to mention, too, is that while he's the head coach, we do have a cross-country coach, Coach Barnett. We do. Who oversees this aspect of it. And he's in charge of distance running when it comes to indoor and outdoor track and field. Uh, but he is the one who's going to travel with them mostly, and yep. he's the one that's going to be there doing the most direct coaching while Coach Spry will obviously assist where he can. But he's, I'm sure he's busy getting ready for indoor and outdoor as well. Absolutely. So, unfortunately for us, Auburn has not released their cross-country roster yet for the 2019-2020 athletic season. So, we're going to give you a little sneak peek, maybe, of the athletes that could potentially be on the right. team. So I will say this could be incorrect. We talked about this. Yes. Because probably is incorrect. It probably is, as most things are here on the show. Uh, we went back to last year's roster and obviously cut out the seniors that because they've they've graduated or moved on to other things, and we don't have the freshmen that are coming in this year. So what you're going to find, especially when we look at the men, it's a shorter list than the women, probably because you're going to be very 
heavy with underclassmen and transfers in and things like that. That's yeah. what I, I would say and why you're going to see such a discrepancy between the men and the women that we're going to mention. These are names that probably will be on the roster. Hopefully. For cross, hopefully, because then we're going to look pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we already do. So far, we've talked about sand pits and talked in a British fake accent. Fake it till you so... make it, baby. Just fake it. Yeah. So, all right. So, do you want to start us off with the men? All right. So, what we have listed are six names, and some of these are going to be familiar for us, obviously, since we talked about it a lot last year, but for those of you that listened and enjoyed Tiger Tracks last year for the cross-country season, we have Ryan Lee and Andy Smith as seniors coming back, if they've come back. Uh, Junior-wise, Tommy McDonough, Jack Rogers, all four of those are names we're familiar with right now. And then two sophomores, Jackson Thomas and Silas Kipnagic. I did not stumble over it this time. I'm very proud of you. I know, look at that. It's like an accomplishment probably wrong. Just let me keep going with it. Silas uh, was probably the star last year, and we saw him kind of off and on. Mm -hmm. So we're not, this is kind of what we're talking about. These are all names that showed up in cross country last year, but we're not sure how the makeup is going to be. And and something I was wondering about, can they run athletes that are going to be in indoor and outdoor distance runs as part of the cross country team in only like single races just to get them warmed up? Is that possible? Huh? So like, let's say, I just don't remember Silas running all last year. Okay. Throughout the short cross country season. I wonder, did they just stick him in there in the regionals, which where we saw him listed at? Yeah. Just to kind of get him warmed up for indoor track and field season. Maybe. I, did, I didn't know if they could do that or not. I'm, I'm guessing since they did it, that they can. Oh, or maybe he was or maybe just running cross country. Oh, because remember, we didn't see Brenda Kaigan at all last year. Correct. You know, injuries are a thing. Yeah, I just feel like these people are like supermen and women. You know, they just no. I feel like distance runners, especially, are really injury prone yeah. just because the wear and tear that that many miles puts on your body. And then just the whole—I mean, especially like—I mean, every injury is different for every sport. Think about sprinters. I mean, the amount of explosion that they have to do yeah. at the start and at the stop. That that I would almost worry more for for a dis a sprinter with. The way they stop, as opposed but they to don't. The, have you not watched a sprinter? Stop? Yeah, I know they coast out, but yeah. I just I could see myself being injuring myself. Well, yeah, because you don't do this on a professional. Anyway, level. again, this is not sprints. This is distance stuff. Correct. You just keep bringing it back to track. You must miss track. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll talk about some women. Um, so we've got a long list. Yes, hopefully it's mostly correct, partially correct. <laughs> guess we'll find out. Um. Possibly three seniors from last year. Mm-hmm. New seniors. So we got Cassie Bewu, Mercy Kiprop, and Presley Weems, all as seniors this year. All names we're familiar with. Yes, that's very correct. Then we've got Emily Mills, Francis Patrick, and Abby Zane, juniors. Again, all people we're yep. familiar with. Now, the sophomores. Whew. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. So we'll start <laughs> Have with... a sophomore, Auburn. <laughs> right. Joyce Camelli. She's our red, red shirt sophomore. We remember Joyce from the past. I think there was a time when she was plagued with an injury. Mm-hmm. Now she's back. So there's Joyce, Faith Bett, Gigi Maddox. We remember both of them from last year, as well as Louisa McPherson, Hannah Tarwater. Um, then Heather McClure and Molly Mohan. So only two names that we really don't remember from last year. Correct. The sophomores. So this is a very deep women's cross-country roster. Again, if these are all still here, they're all choosing to continue their cross-country uh, ventures here at Auburn. Yeah, that's uh, the hope. And they're not injured. Yeah. That's just always my fear is that, um, you know, people are going to get injured. Joyce Camelli, I, you know, she was a superstar last year. Yeah. I, I, what do you think? You think she's going to be the one to lead the way again this year? I definitely think? think so. I think she's got a little more time built in, you yeah. know, 
few more miles under her belt. Can I can I be honest? I think she will be, but I think someone who's going to give her a run for her money. Presley Weems. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just saying. Presley had some really impressive races last year. I think it could happen. Yeah. So there you go. That's our two picks probably for the ladies there. Fair. So like I mentioned earlier, this cross-country season is really short. We've only got uh, six meets this year. So three regular season and three championship meets. So our first meet is August 30th, which is less Less than a week week away. away. Gosh, that's so crazy. Um, So Labor Day weekend, August 30th, and Auburn will go to the Jacksonville State University season opener in Jacksonville, Alabama. Now I'll say this. I know that everybody's probably heading out to Dallas to go watch a football game against, you know, the Ducks. (laughs) But for those of you that are in the Birmingham area, the surrounding communities area, the Oxford area, here's a great opportunity, especially if you live in Oxford or next to JSU. You should definitely come out and check this meet out. If you don't work. If, it's challenging Because it starts early in the morning, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like 8 a.m. on a Friday. So if you're taking an early Friday to prepare for a challenging <laughs> football weekend, why don't you just take in a nice cross-country run yes. while you're going there? I almost said cross-country, crunchy again. You, you're doing I, better. I, you've I jinxed made myself. It, I can, you've made it 20 minutes in say without I, saying crunchy. It's coming. Just wait. Just wait. Well, then Auburn goes to Vanderbilt. On September 14th, and then they get another little break before they go to South Bend, Indiana for an invitational in October. Then that's it. That's the regular season. We're done. Yeah. Then they have the SEC Championships November 1st, um, the NCAA South Regionals November 15th, and then the NCAA Championships November 23rd, and it's basically Christmas, and see you next year, guys. So it's important to note, the SEC Championships are in Lexington, Kentucky this year. Auburn got to host them last year, if you remember. It's very true. And Auburn did extremely well they when did. they hosted. Well, you know the course that you run here Correct. in Auburn, so it makes sense you train that you on do it. well. Yeah. So it's important to note that while they have, they're have they not running Kentucky during the regular season, quote-unquote, which is like three mat, or meets, uh, they are going further up north. You know, they're probably going to get used to the climate up there, running outdoors. And, and you know, Kentucky, from what I understand, is very hilly. So I would imagine it's a very good place to run cross country. I don't know how many sand pits are out there. but <laughs> Stop with the sand pits. There are probably a few piles of horse manure out oh there. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I would hope they'd clean that up before the SEC championship meet. But let me remind, and I'm going to get on my soapbox again here. There are a few opportunities to go and support your cross-country uh, team. And Jacksonville State, I think, is your easiest one there. Obviously, if you're in Nashville, you have an opportunity when they come to Vanderbilt or in the Indiana, South Bend, Notre Dame area, there's an opportunity. If you're an Auburn fan way up there in Indiana, take an opportunity. If you have it, if you've got some time, you want to get up early on a Friday morning for whatever, if you're not going to work. But some of these are on Saturday. That's true. I forgot about that. They have The Vandy in. one is on a Saturday. So you have some opportunities on weekends to go take them in and show them your support because they really do deserve it. Yes. And it's a good preview to some of our distance runners that you'll see in indoor and outdoor track and field. Absolutely. Well, I think, do you have any further questions about cross country? You know, questions, uh, Yes, they will be few. No, there will be plenty throughout the season. I have no doubt. Honey. I will get caught in a sand pit or two or three oh, before the time is up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but <laughs> we should have had like a like a ding going every single time I said. This sand would pit. be a terrible drinking game if yes, somebody listened to our podcast. And we're not advocating pit. for drinking in any way, people. We're just saying chocolate it milk. Chocolate milk drinking. This is, this is not endorsed here on the ETC network. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again, every season we do this, it's I'm, I learn more about it. 
I get more invested in the sport and I earn a greater appreciation for it. So if that's all that you take from this is that you at least appreciate what these athletes have to do to accomplish. And if nothing else, as we always say, if you don't enjoy the track and field and cross country content, you can always listen to a husband and wife bicker the entire time. I mean, I think that's fair. I'd listen to it. We do actually love each other. I, I love you very much, and I do think you're wonderful 99% I, of the time. I'm, what's, the, uh, what's that one? I, this, 1%? Isn't, this isn't a show about marriage counseling. Okay. It's a, uh, you know, is it, is it life about cross-country? Like, is it, can't we, like, make some kind of, like, thing, you know? Life is like cross-country. Yeah. You start at one end and end at the end. And there you go. I don't know a better way to end that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's not very philosophical. Okay. So, back on track. Because this is cross country. Uh, I didn't even mean to do that. Back on the cross country course. So I think that's all we've got for today. But I'm really looking forward to a good season. I think it's going to be great. Really looking forward to seeing that roster and seeing who Auburn has for us. Um, But I hope it's a really great season filled with lots of personal records or PRs, as I like to call them. And I hope there are plenty of first, second, and third places for the gold, silver, and bronzes. Because that's what I care about. You do, and I hope there's no injuries. So if anybody's looking to talk about random cross-country facts or anything other than Sandpits, you can find me on Twitter at Jessica Loomis, RN. And you can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24 if you want to talk about Sandpits and anything else. I had to work one more in before we got out of here tonight. But that's where you can find me to joke with me about how little I know about cross-country and track and field. Good job. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?